Hi, everybody. My name is Joe Yasharoff. I'm the director of content at Montgomery Community Media and host of MoCo's Most Famous, where we highlight people from Montgomery County. We have a very special guest today, emphasis on very and special, Lisa Ann Walter, who was born in Silver Spring, graduated from Blair High School and Catholic University. Over the last 25 plus years, she's appeared in movies like Parent Trap, Bruce Almighty, shows like Grey's Anatomy, Kerger Enthusiasm, Way Too Many Dimension. Uh, in 2021, the Emmy award-winning Abbott Elementary debuted. The show has been a smash hit. Lisa plays the tough but lovable teacher, Melissa Shimenti, in the show. A few weeks ago, Lisa was named the honorary marshal and host of the Cherry Blossom Festival in DC. Lisa, welcome and thank you very much for doing this. How are you? Thank you so much. What a lovely introduction and you are quite welcome. It's it's my honor. I am I'm very proud to be from Montgomery County and uh, I brag about it quite often in interviews in fact. Well, that is good to know. We're going to talk about Montgomery County, but I wanted to talk about the the first thing at hand here because in a matter of days you're going to be hosting and marshalling the Cherry Blossom Festival. I'm um, probably not something you thought about when you were at Blair High School a couple of years ago. Uh, thank you for the couple of years. Yes, just a few short years ago when I was in high school. Um, you know what? I never thought about being a grand marshal for a parade, but I certainly thought about being, I don't even know a famous actress, but a working actress. And I thought I'd stay working in DC my whole life. I thought I'd work at Arena Stage and you know, playwrights. And I thought I'd just have a career as a working actress. So I don't know if they get offered uh, grand marshal of parade positions, but um, I, I always loved the parade and I always loved the cherry blossom season. So I was just really, really honored when they asked me to come do it. And I immediately said yes. That's, and then I my schedule and everybody yelled at me and I said, I don't care. I'm going anyway. That's great. Now, have you worked on the, is it the parade or the pageant? Yes, yes. It's elbow, elbow, wrist, wrist, touch your pearls, blow a kiss. That's what they tell me. Awesome. I've, well, never, I've never been a pageant queen, but that's, that's what you're supposed to do. So between now and the parade, if we see you walking down the street and you're doing that, we'll know yes. that that's what you're working on, right? Yes. Or, I, or I'm going to go to the coronation of King Charles. There you go. So the, the, it's on Saturday at 10 a.m. Uh, people want to come and see you and the many other people and events and things. Um, so tell us a little bit about the festival, what, what they've told you and your role. You know what? I'm going to be honest with you. Nobody's told me a dang thing. I, I what wing I, it, I'm, wing it. I'm going to show up. I'm assuming I'm going to sit in the on the backside of a convertible. I don't know. I might be walking, in which case I have to change my entire outfit because I can't <laughs> I can't make it in the heels, man. I, I'm going to be crippled. I'm not that I'm not that kind of a young girl anymore to march down a parade in, in super high heels. But I, I think that's what I do. And I hope I get to meet a lot of people. I've over the years have been um, gotten close to some of the groups out of D.C. I mean, I was always political. So I'm, you know, know some people that are in town that in, mm -hmm. in politics, but also people like the head of the the NFL Players Association, which did a. A, a combination group with the SAG-AFTRA and it's hmm. called the Actors and Artists Alliance. And I'm going to hang out with them one of the nights. And I'm just, I'm just looking forward to seeing all the people. I'm really happy to be home. Sounds fun. Sounds fun. Now. Um, so you talked about your goal of being a working actress and obviously you achieved that many times over for the last 25 plus years and all the shows I mentioned and many, many more. 
Yeah. And then, and then two years ago, this little thing called Abbott Elementary happened. And what kind of, did you have any inkling? I'm, I'm sure you've been asked this question before, but did you have any inkling that it was going to be this special, this big? Yeah. You know what I did? I, I know it mm-hmm. probably sounds, um, I don't know. I don't want it to sound ungrateful. Like, no, I know. It's not that. It's that as an actor, you always have to have optimism, which is difficult for me because I mm-hmm. am in life, a pessimistic Sicilian. It's in my blood, in my DNA. Um, I learned it at my mother's breast. It's just, we always think, what's the bad thing that's gonna happen? And in acting, you can't be that way. You have to get up in the morning convinced that you're going to be a success, or this Mm -hmm. is the audition that's going to work and you're gonna get this job. I read the script of Abbott. They, They sent me various scripts throughout pilot season. And they sent me this one and I laughed and I cried when I read it. And I said, first of all, this is a fantastic script and I'm I'm glad that they actually greenlit something that's good. Cause that's not mm-hmm. always the case. Right. A lot of times you get sent stuff and you're like, how, how is, did this get picked up? It's not that great, but this one, fantastic. You could clearly see the voice of the project, which is Quinta Brunson, my boss, who is sensational, best boss I've ever had. And she's my daughter's age. She's just a miracle, just a nonstop energy, really, really talented and and very clear about doing this show about an underfunded urban school and making it look real. And I think that's what we landed on. But um, the other thing I said to myself was there's nobody better to play. I know all the women that are sort of in my category that they would go out to. And this is my job. This is mine. I am the only one I know that is true, that is actually Sicilian. My mother was a teacher, taught in D.C., taught in Montgomery County, was my substitute teacher sometimes at Tacoma Park Middle School. I mean, I know this. I know it from the inside out. And I went and got it. I I think I knew um, from the table read that we had really great people in this project. And the week that we shot the pilot, I was I told Quinta, I said, we're going to be huge. I said, you're going to if you only get teachers we're a monster hit, but we're gonna get more than teachers because you root for everybody. There is nothing that these, this is what I told her, these people could do anything and you root for them because they're doing it for the kids. My character can sell whatever fell off the back of a truck, as we say, and you root for them to succeed. When they do bad, you root for them. When they do good, you cheer for them. You root for them personally. You know, they're teachers. They're trying to do the right thing. They don't they don't always do the right thing. They're not always mm-hmm. perfect. We, you know, Quinta wrote them and I believe we play them as fully fleshed out humans with yeah. faults and issues and problems. And my character has got real rage problems. And uh, in fact, I always catch myself, you know, looking at what they want me to do. And I'll say to Quinta, are you sure they're okay with this? Like they want me socking the head off of a, of a cardboard cutout. Yeah, yeah, no, they like when you're violent. So, uh, all right. But I think that was seeing the other actors and who they got to play the other characters and how we had chemistry with each other just solidified it for me. I, I thought there was not a there was not a bum in the lot. Yeah. Everybody in this ensemble cast is perfect. And and we all do a great job and and play off each other well. So yeah. As a viewer and as a fan of the show, I totally agree with you that it feels real. Everybody is perfect. It's got a little bit of an old school feel, maybe Room 222. I don't know about Welcome Back, Cotter, but yeah. a little bit of old school feel. Would you agree? 
Yeah, I think, I mean, Quinta was very, um, she was very influenced by some of the classic sitcoms. And I mean, classic for her could be from the 90s or right. could be Everybody Loves Raymond. You know, she sure. probably never watched Room 222, but it, I bet you she's watched some episodes of Welcome Back, Cotter. She yeah. loves researching. She's a fan of mm -hmm. television. So there was a lot of stuff that went into how she wanted it to feel. I think what people respond to when they really when they rewatch the show and they and they come to it, you know, at the end of the day, when they just want to watch something nice and funny, make them laugh. She picked shows like Mary Tyler Moore and and things where there were a work family. In fact, I call her our generation's Mary Tyler Moore. Oh, wow. Because I dare anybody not to fall in love with her. She is just entirely likable and lovable. And this work family that she put together are all variations of weirdos, but it makes people feel good. I think the difference between this show and maybe some of the old school network shows, you know, as we've all gotten very um, educated in our TV watching from watching streamers and shows that have a lot of stuff that you would never find on mm -hmm. network. You don't have to, people were going edgier and edgier and edgier. If you were out there in the world trying to sell television, it just got harder and harder because it was like, well, what's the hook? Which meant what crazy disease does the lead character have? Or, you know, who do they kill? Oh, it's a comedy, but he kills people for a living. By the way, great show, Barry. But yeah. that's a comedy on right. a on an SBA, on a on a subscription television, right? Mm -hmm. And I think the difference with network is that and it's always been this way. When I was uh, creating my television shows that I starred in, the one thing that you know for certain is people need to invite you into their house. Every when they watch you weekly, they they want to have dinner with you and their family. And that's what we hear about Abbott. I watch with my grandmother, I watch with my kids. We sit down and watch together as a family. And that's what Quinta was going for. Not so much the side where you wrap up the whole issue of the week right. in a neat bow at the end, because that's a little, that's clunky. That's a little corny. Mm -hmm. And she doesn't go ham fisted on the messaging either. You know, you don't see in the last minute or in the tag, you know, well, what I learned on this week's very special habit. Yeah. Slide a message in, but it's a surprise, you yeah. know? There'll be a, the the episode about the the training that they were doing online that Barbara just couldn't get, and then at the end you come to find out that that was a, a information gathering for the school to prison pipeline, and you go ah there's the message right but that's but it's not hammered onto you the whole episode it's just the episode's just funny. You mentioned Barbara Cheryl uh, Cheryl Lee Ralph yeah she is something special. And I know that you have a special relationship with her. What what about Cheryl Lee Ralph is special? Oh, golly, what isn't special? You know, it's so funny because I was talking to her about her this morning in another interview. And I was doing my I was doing Cheryl because whenever I talk about Cheryl, I find myself doing Cheryl <laughs> and um, girl. And that's what I get. She doesn't text you. She'll send you a voice message. And it always if it's something serious, she'll, she'll always start out with girl. And then I know it's going to, it's going to go somewhere crazy. And um, she left me a beautiful message today. I told her I was going to save it because it involved her having a, a post-travel fever dream where she didn't know for sure if she saw me on Good Morning America, but she thought that she had seen me and that I did a wonderful job. But 
in case you didn't do it, it was a wonderful dream. You were wonderful in my dream. And I mean, this is, she is effusive with every single thing she says to you. She doesn't talk, she preaches and she inspires you. You're gonna get inspired whether you like it or not. She will inspire you and lift you up. And it's truly a beautiful thing. I've been very lucky in my life with girlfriends and some that I've kept since growing up um, in, in Silver Spring. But when you meet someone that you know you're gonna keep in your life forever mm-hmm. and they're gonna be a, a best friend, it, whether we do the show or we're done doing the show, she'll be in my life. And I'm I'm incredibly blessed to it, but it's a big gift that Quinta gave to me, besides the incredible job with all the awards and the money that goes with it. Besides all that, that's nice. Meeting a, a bestie is really, is just the, the thing that matters most to me. That, I, that's I, amazing, by the way, incredible impression. I know you're a comedian, a stand-up comedian and a producer and a lot of things, but that was an excellent impression. I felt like Cheryl Lee Ralph was in the room. Right so, in the room. Yes, yeah. absolutely. You feel better about yourself? Yes, I do. Okay, good, good. Yeah, you, you inspired me. I mean, Lisa and Walter inspired me, but then Cheryl Lee Ralph, played by Lisa yes. and Walter, also inspired me. So I I'm sometimes very, channel her, yeah. Yes. Um, you talked a little bit about this. So you play Melissa Shimenti, Miss Shimenti, tough but lovable. I guess that's the way I described it. Um, yeah. And you talked about some of the possible influences, but how much of your mom, how much of other people go into that role? You sound like you're born to play it, but you wanted that role, you went and got it. But what? Yeah, these are my people. So the the my people are not from Philly or Maryland. They are New Yorkers. Now you can't do a New York accent and say you're from Philly. People have done that and Philly gets mad. Yes. Philly does not appreciate that. Yes. South Philly is a very specific entity. The people are specific. They are, mm, they'll say something to you and it'll sound very much like a criticism. It is a compliment. They are just very sort of uh, plain talking, truth telling people. Mm-hmm. It's not a lot of, uh, you know, BS going around. And between that attitude and the accent, which I got from, you know, doing my Marilyn, my Marilyn O's. And then, um, you know, with Philly, you just put it right in front of your mouth. You know, it's a lot of this. And you, Philadelphia is, doesn't have a lot of, um, there's no consonants. You just, you know, you go down short. You, you just, you mush the words together a little bit. So uh, that's my secret is, uh, is I, I mush my mouth together. And before I do a scene, I'll I'll be backstage and I'll say or or offset and I'll say oh what water oh what water oh what because water is there water yeah. we don't go that right with deep they go in hard with the you know this thing so that's, uh, that's that's my secret to getting the accent but in terms of like the characters that that's my people at home and my mom as I said was a teacher so her kind of tough love with her students. And um, truth telling about what it is they didn't have and, you know, kind of doom and gloom that I've told all the writers. I'm like, just anything that she thinks can go wrong, just write that she believes it's going to all fall apart. And Mm. then and food, trying to feed people. Got to have the food. Cheesesteaks. The accent thing reminds me of Kate Winslet. What was the show on HBO? Uh, Mayor of uh, Easttown. Yes. So it reminds me and how she nailed that accent and how you've nailed that accent and how important it is to be real. 
Pittsburgh is different from Philly. Right. So right. It, it, it's really funny. You'll watch. Um, and she did do a good job. She did a real good job. There are a lot of British actors and actresses that when they do American, American all sounds like this. Uh-huh. Get it? On the one hand, the the reason that Southerners have the accents that they do, if it's an elongated vowel sound, is it originated from elongated vowel sounds in the UK. Uh-huh. So, but we're all different. We as Americans know that Louisiana is different from Arkansas, is different from Texas, is different from Georgia. Mm-hmm. We don't all sound alike. Virginia is very different from Maryland, and we're right next door. True. Right? Yeah. So, so she got real specific on the regional accent. And if I was doing a Pittsburgh accent, there are some similarities. But, you know, Philly says use. They say yes. yins. Yins. That's right. And, yeah. So, and I have a very good friend who produced, was producing a movie with me. Who was from, she was Paula from Pittsburgh, and she's, where are yins going? Where and yins? I'm like, she had a voice like that. Yin's going out. I'm like, who? What's a yin? Yin's. Yin's. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, by the way, I'm adding linguists to your next intro that I do. Well, you know, when I was a Catholic, I went to Catholic University yeah. to the Harky Theater, Harky uh, Drama Department, and we had great dialect classes. And if I wasn't going to act, I was either going to sell makeup, which I also did at Lord and Taylor in White Flint, which I just learned no longer is there broke my heart. That was the first Dave and Buster's I ever went to. Oh, wow. I think I, never, I had never even heard of a Dave and Buster's before that. Yeah. It was fantastic. But um, I was either going to sell makeup or I was going to be a dialect coach. I'm fascinated by how accents develop. Well, the acting thing has worked out. So I'm glad I'm glad that you bit. did that. Can we do a little Huey Lewis and go back in time? Yeah, let's do it. Let's go to Blair High School. First of all, what is it about Blair and Montgomery County? So Blair, uh, Goldie Hawn, um, help me. Carl Bernstein, who's not a funny man, but a, a great Chung. journalist. Ben Stein, who? Connie Chung. Connie Chung, right. Also, well, I guess actually she is funny, but her job was not to be funny. But right. also in Montgomery County, Dave Chappelle, um, Tommy Dave, Davidson, Louis, Louis Black, Julia Louis-Dreyfus right. went to Holton Arms. Why I, is I know that. So, why is she what's so funny? I think that it is a combination of a few things. Growing up in the vicinity of the nation's capital. And if you had parents like uh, Diedrich Bader's from the other, he's from, he's from Virginia, but also really informed, had a father that was like, I think a spook. I think he was with the CIA. And Julia's, you know, parents were, she had a great education. She had smart folks. Lewis, the same thing. People are well-educated here. And that's when people talk to me about schools, which happens in almost every single interview, I say I had the best public school education there is, Montgomery County, Maryland, top 10 school system. When I lived in Jersey, they had a great public school system. Uh, Union County was a great public school system. Mm -hmm. My son went there, my oldest. We moved to California, not as much, (laughs) not so good. Um, And that's why people yank their kids out of the public schools and and send them to private schools because you can't, it's too big of a system. They don't demand the the level of of certification and and proficiency in their teachers. I had amazing teachers. Everybody I knew, it's not that everybody went and, you know, became something huge out of Blair or out of, you know, the neighborhood schools, but you certainly had the opportunity to. You had all of these great advanced classes. You had AP, you know, everything. And yeah. and at the same time at Blair in those years, I don't know if, you know, I know they changed the location 
And then yeah. they told me I was brokenhearted that they had weeds growing in the middle of our beautiful auditorium, which, you know, that was the stage I was on. We did Fiddler on the Roof my junior year. And I looked at this audience that I had been making laugh the entire performance and they were crying at my scene at the end. And I went, this is what I want to do. I, this is, I want to make people feel not just laugh, but I want to make them feel in everything I do. And that, that auditorium is not getting used and I, yeah. they were going to tear it down. And a, a friend of mine um, that I went to, to Blair with and, and junior high with was very involved in local politics and said, write a letter. So I did. And at, at that time they had, they didn't tear it down, but I don't know if they did moving forward, but there were people that you mentioned that I have spoken to about going to school in the area. Julia Louis-Dreyfus, I've introduced at a couple of um, charity shows that we talk about home and what a, what a great place it was to grow up and how much we loved going to school here and um, being involved, being active. I was marching in, in protest since I was five. I had a music teacher that was a full on hippie that used oh. to play the harpsichord and have us sing, all we are saying is give peace a chance. I mean, we were marching, we were active. And I think that carries you into being next level in terms of what you can imagine for yourself and what you want to do in the world. When Chappelle first came to New York, I was already established in the showcase uh, comedy clubs there. And everybody was busy trying to be Richard Pryor. Hmm. And, and he was as close as they came to being Pryor. And I was like, dude, where are you from? He was 18. And yeah. he was like, oh, I'm from D.C. And I went, yeah, OK, where in D.C.? And then he told me I went from the neighborhood. And we stayed friends. I've, I've seen him since. But who's the other one? I, I had never met Goldie Hawn. I had always heard that she was a Blair. She was a blazer yeah. and that waited tables at Mrs. K's Toll House and that she babysat my next door neighbors when they were little. But mm -hmm. I had never met her in all my years in the business. And, and I met a lot of people. And she did movies for Nancy Myers, who I stayed friendly with, but I just never met her. So we were at a a party for George Slaughter, who originated Laugh-In. Okay. And I got to do the best of Laugh-In. You know, they did a big reunion show a few years ago, and it meant a lot to me because my father let me stay up and watch Laugh-In. It was the show that and the Smothers Brothers. Yes. Shows that I stayed up and it taught me about being funny, that it was could be a living and in particular laughing because there were funny women on that show. Yeah. And I told that to George and I just, I had, I had met Lily Tomlin and she pulled me up on stage to be with the women of laughing. And it just was so incredibly moving to me. And I told George, this show taught me that I could be, I could make a living as a funny woman. And he said, no, in fact, it helps if you're a woman. And I said, I named all the people and I said, and Goldie, and he goes, she's right there. And I said, you're kidding. And I said, this is my chance. I got to go meet her. So I went over and I said, hi, I'm Lisa Walter. I'm on a show called Abbott Elementary. I'm a huge fan. And she was nodding and being polite, but I really didn't care. And I said, you know, I've done movies for Nancy Myers, and I know you guys are friends. She was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I went, and I went to Blair. And she went, oh, you're a Blair. She's a blazer. Blazer. She grabbed everybody at the table, and you have never seen somebody so animated. Wow. She jumped out of her seat and gave me a hug. And she was so, she could not have been happier to talk about home and, and what a great time she had going to Blair. And I said, you know what? There you go. Means something. Wow. We, we all had a great time. It was racially diverse. Yeah. I, and I tell people this, you know, when they, they ask me about being on the set of Abbott and does it feel different? And do I learn about being in a 
you know, in a different type of school. And I said, well, you know, we were not an all black school, but we were incredibly evenly divided between black, white, Latinx. And and we had Asian people coming over from Cambodia and Vietnam. And it was just an incredible experience. Mm -hmm. And I don't know a lot of people that had a high school situation like I did. Wow. I remember Goldie Hawn being the Sakatumi girl dancing, uh, doing that when I was a little kid, and my parents let me watch yeah. that too. So they okay. know exactly what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Although I did not become a funny person, so sadly. <laughs> but I, I, I appreciate funny people. There um, you go. Well, okay, we, so, we can't all be funny. You got to have some people to laugh too. Exactly. I, I'll be the designated laugher in this uh, scenario. How important it is to you that Abbott Elementary? Uh, I know Quinn Brunson was on SNL. And she had a message at the end of the show, pay your teachers. I can't remember exactly what she said. How important uh, that aspect of doing the show is that to you? It's one of the the biggest bonuses of doing Abbott is that we get to regularly give respect and love to the teaching profession, which is an historically underfunded and undervalued job because it was mostly women. Historically, it was a mostly female profession. So they kind of got in the way with acting like it wasn't as important as some of the other big time jobs. And of course it is. And in a time like we're going through right now where teachers, what they're teaching is second guessed and what their reading materials are giving out is is second guessed. And they are facing school boards that are increasingly divisive and problematic. The least we can do is to pay them what they deserve. And to get to say that out loud, especially there are most of us on the show, I think five out of seven had parents that were teachers and educators. So we all take it very seriously. And we are honored that teachers look at us like you represent us well. There's nothing better to hear from our audience than that. That is a great last word. That is the fabulous Lisa Ann Walter, one of the stars of the very best shows on TV, Abbott Elementary. If you don't watch the show, that's on you. Yeah. Thank what do you, you do so- with your life? Exactly. Thank you so much, Lisa. This was a real treat. Have a great time at the Cherry Blossom Parade and uh, really appreciate your time. It was my pleasure. Thanks, Han. I was was happy to be here. Han, Han, thank you very much. My name is Joe Yasharoff. This is MoCo's Most Famous. Thanks for watching and we'll see you next time.